T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The Parkins and Spiegel Show. If y'all ready, give me a hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. The former Cubs big boss, Theo Epstein, who was on with Mully and Oh. Theo talked about Max Effort, Max Velocity, and Max Effort, who are unrelated, but that kind of pitching. Throw really hard with Max Effort. It's surprising that you thought that Max Effort and Max Velocity were, were related. Were related because normally different last names. Different last names. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's that's fair. Going great, Max. Thanks for having me. You guys like the idea of the art of pitching coming back as opposed to the uh, Max Effort guys? Uh, yeah, I, I just want to stop calling people just because there's a phrase that has a person's name in it. I'm kind of done with the bit. Oh, really? We're talking to Chris Catan. We've been saying mango in a lot of different funny ways. I was wondering if the actual mango could uh, could help participate and build on the bit. Uh, what, what's the bit exactly? This, oh. is, this is me not being yes-anding. You want to yeah. go, go home? <laughs> Don't ask him that, because then he's just going to go. Yeah. Get out. Get out. I mean it. Shame. Didn't you do the I saw them at Metro? Yeah, you, you, well, that's, not a person, that's not a person's name. That's something that could be a band name. That's not the bit. But, oh, that's, right. not, but that's not a bit that's been that's driven no, into the ground. That's the same thing. That's a group <laughs> of people. I can see Max Velocity, though, being a band name. Max Velocity <laughs> yeah. would be a pretty good group to see at Metro. I like the old stuff. Max Power. He's a man whose name you'd love to touch. But you mustn't touch. His name sounds good in your ear. But when you say it, you mustn't fear. Cause his name can be said by anyone. Nah, Max Power. One, one, two, three. And here, we go. Go. here we go. Here we go. Here we go, Jack. Here we go, Tony. Parkins and Spiegel Show, afternoons from 2 to 6 on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. Thank you for hanging out. Parkins and Spiegel on The Score. We're going to do something a little different uh, than one last thing today coming up at 545 with uh, no sports of consequence for the next couple of days. So we'll get into that. I want to let you hear from Pat Beverly in a couple of minutes. We did a long response to uh, Mike Clevenger off the top of the show. Uh, you could reference back to that. 
But uh, if you didn't know, Mike Clevenger told Steve Greenberg of the Sun-Times that we were going to be hearing from his lawyers because we put his uh, accuser, Olivia Feinstead, on the air, said that we were going to get a cease and desist, call it trashy, low-life material, and uh, we haven't gotten a cease and desist. We don't expect to. Being called a low-life by Mike Clevenger is something I'm totally fine with. And... uh, we're not sure if you'll hear White Sox guests for a while on the show or maybe the station. We don't know, but uh, that's on them, and that's kind of where we're at. We don't expect to be sued, but if we are, we are. We're uh, comfortable journalistically and ethically with where we stand. Yeah, um, absolutely. Um, stand by the editorial decision to put her on and give her a chance. Um, it's funny. I was talking to somebody who said, uh, Good Morning America puts accusers on all the time. I know we're not Good Morning America. You do? I, I, I mean, I, I, know I, I know I signed a big contract. I know. But I mean, come on. And, and you do remind me of Michael Strahan. Thank you. A lot. Yeah. But, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, it's, there does not need to be um, an assignment of guilt or innocence to put an accuser on and give them a chance to speak, especially when Mike Clevenger had a chance to speak earlier in the day and called it nonsense. Um, and it's my opinion that the more he talks and exposes um, how he feels about this and how he threatens and gets darker, the the worse it is. So, um, you know. But he said it's the world we're living in. Everyone wants the clicks. It doesn't matter what the real truth is. Everyone will stop and look at the car crash, but no one's going to stop and smell the flowers. That's how the world is. But that was really trashy of them. That was some low-life material right there. My lawyers are paying attention. My lawyers are getting in contact with them, and they probably already sent a season to system no, they defamation. Didn't. No, they so didn't. the score just got themselves involved in this. So good for them, end quote. So th- no, they didn't, or they haven't. We'll see if it happens. We'll keep you updated. But uh, Imagine someone, allegedly, like Mike Clevenger, calling another person a lowlife, allegedly. That's what I'm saying. Oh, no, he definitely called us a lowlife. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, and, imagine that dude. Yeah. That dude who's been hated every single place he goes, calling someone else a lowlife. Yeah. And he, he, w- w- let's be clear about this. It, and we have been. He might be exonerated. He might get off on some technicality. Doesn't change the fact he's a bad dude, allegedly. Well, I, yeah. Listen, man. Uh, I said it when they signed him. I was not a fan of it for other reasons and other things that I had heard when they signed him. And now here's this out. And you you bring up a good point, Shane. He may very well be exonerated on this stuff because, as Olivia Feinstead said with us, it's hard to have a burden of proof. What is she supposed to do in advance of him uh, flipping out and becoming violent? Make sure she takes her cat or phone out to shoot the video before he's going to throw the dip spit. She's supposed to take the phone out and shoot the video. So he may end up being exonerated on this. And that doesn't mean that then the score or we owe you some kind of mea culpa. We've gotten that from a couple people out there, which is outrageous no a lot of dudes out there a lot of listeners on on tuesday or whenever it was and throughout the week very very willing and ready to defend mike clevenger it's great. i don't get it i don't get why you bother to do that yeah we'll okay. listen we'll we'll see how it goes we'll 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 see what comes out of the investigation whatever evidence is made public and we'll continue to cover the story and address the story yeah. uh in a fair way if mike wants to come on the show and talk to us i'd be shocked he's welcome um and again i think we're i think we're not spending enough time on everyone will stop and look at the car crash but no one's going to stop and smell the flowers well tomorrow i I just i don't think we're spending enough time on that and he was accusing us of 
uh, looking uh, at the car crash and not smelling flowers. And I just want to know where are these car crashes and flower beds? They're, they're, it, it's um, it's an analogy for content. It's analogy. It's an analogy for radio show content. Right. And I think that today has been more flowers than car crash. Really? Come well, at on. least he's admitting that his situation is a car crash. That's what it, he's probably admitting some fault allegedly. Yeah. yeah. D- I, d- does he think he also offers flowers? Not that guy. No. Not in his, not in his pitching results. <laughs> it's so bizarre to me. Yeah. Like, so we're 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 workshopping a segment: car crash or flowers. We're, yes. We're thinking about it. Car crash or flowers is this, and maybe it's um, yeah, listeners vote important. after the uh, after the segment happens. Right. So like so so Pat Beverly signing. Yeah. Car crash. Or flowers. Oh boy, that's tricky. It might be. I I I think it's flowers. I know you do. I, I think it's flowers because they're going to try to win, Danny. And so stupid. I know, but they're going to try to win. And he is a uh, a hard scrabble player who actually fits better than Russell Westbrook if you're going to try to win because he's a point guard who can actually shoot what 37 percent career from three point range. Um, also is comfortable as an off-the-ball guard if need be. So when, you know, uh, when Zach and or DeMar are, are doing their thing, um, then he can be off the ball, and he plays really good defense. I thought a texture made an interesting point earlier that I saved, which is that this is an opportunity to get some data. You've been saying all along that without Lonzo, this thing just doesn't work. Pat Beverly's not Lonzo. But he's a point guard who can play defense and actually can shoot the three. And Lonzo can do some of those things. So maybe you're having a chance now to acquire a little data on whether this thing could work with an inferior point guard, but still a point guard that fits that profile. Because it's not working with Io. Because Io is not ready to be that guy. And Io is not the same kind of kind of point guard. Pat Beverly's closer to Lonzo than Io is. So while you're trying, might as well figure out in advance of your offseason sell-off whether a, a replacement-level point guard who plays good defense and can shoot the three could actually have a good effect. I thought that's an interesting point. I, I understand the basketball point. I understand the basketball fit. I I get it. I know. You're not an idiot. I, but no, honestly, like I, I, know. I get the basketball fit. You are a better basketball team with Pat Beverly. My whole issue with the entire thing is it has nothing to do with Pat Beverly. It's what are you trying to accomplish? There are 23 games left in the season. You are two games back of being the 10 seed in the East, meaning you'd have to win two road play-in games to be the 8 seed in the Eastern Conference playoffs for yeah. the right to be swept or lose in five by Boston and Milwaukee. That's at least one playoff game revenue source. Oh, okay. Or you are so. two games up right now on having the fifth worst record in the league and having over a 40% chance at a top four pick and keeping your draft pick. 40%? Uh, oh, yeah, 40% of top four. And a 21% chance of a top two pick of either Scoot or Wembenyama. Generational. And a 10.5% chance of Wembenyama if you have the fifth worst record. So transformational. I, so, I, and so I don't get why, with 23 games left in the season, this the goal is something that I honestly don't think Bulls fans care about. Maybe Michael Reinsdorf cares about it, but honestly, I'd be surprised. I He needs one extra game of home playoff game revenue mm. so badly. Like, I, I don't think he's that short-sighted. I mean, he's not willing to pay the tax 
for teams that are not competitive, but neither are most NBA owners. Like, I don't, I don't think it's like that. I, I, and I can be as cynical about billionaires and ownership as anybody. Yeah. But I think that it is really a calculation of we were 27 and 13 when we had Lonzo Ball, and I think we can still be good if we have a Lonzo Ball replacement. Mm-hmm. And let's go try to do that. But that made some semblance of sense when there were 80 games in a season. That makes no sense with 23 games left in the season. You're 26 and 33. So I just, I don't think in a town that values championships for an organization that has a fan base that doesn't really, we don't get up for first round playoff series. That's not, that's not, that's not, that's not Bulls fans. I think the Bulls and our tourist Karnishivas, I understand everything that you're saying. You know what I mean? I just, of I, course. I, I, like, the, the juice doesn't seem worth the squeeze here to be a few games better, maybe mm. over 23 games as opposed to just, man, just. At this point, just be bad. Yeah. Just, just mail it in for 23 games. Well, the team has already shown you that that's what they think of themselves because that's what they've been doing since the deadline. So, uh, you know, yeah, like, I would it, just it's go an the opportunity. Other way. I know it's an opportunity. I totally understand. I, I Look, I, I don't know for sure that it is based on the Reinsdorfian pressure or the overall philosophy of let's try to get in the playoffs and get a couple of games and a couple of paydays because if you win a play-in and then you get a, a series and there's two more and stuff like that. But I do know that the overall mission of the front office when they took over, and we have seen it several times along the way, is to become respectable. Because the organization was not respectable. The team was not. They were a laughing stock. And I think Arturis sold the Reinsdorfs and sold himself on, like, let's become respectable. And then we'll go for a superstar. We'll try to be uh, an appetizing target and stuff like that. And all of that made sense even to you, Danny Parkins. That made sense to you when they went and did that stuff with the Vooch trade and then they acquired. Yes, absolutely. I know. Absolutely. But since then, with Lonzo's never-ending injury, it has presented itself as something that is kind of out of grasp. And all of a sudden, respectability looks like accepting mediocrity. And that's the way it looks. And right now, because they didn't see something they liked at the deadline in terms of selling off, they decided to wait. And I think they probably will reshape the roster in the offseason. But still, the rest of this time, last time Artur spoke publicly, it was what, 28 games? In these 28 games or 27 games, whatever it was, try to still be respectable. So this is an extension of the first goal, which he hasn't been able to have. I think he's still dreaming of this team finishing like it gives a crap, playing like something close to the vision that he had and what we saw in the first half of last year, and maybe even winning a playoff series. Maybe he dreams of winning a playoff series and showing that the Bulls can be a respectable franchise. I think that's what he's thinking. Good luck, man. Good luck. There's 23 games left. He's not saving anything, and the ceiling here is losing in the first round, and I, I doubt they get that far. But I will say... This is a break from me because normally my dude North is content and Pat Beverly is good ass content. He has a podcast. He's a polarizing player. He's a trash talker. He has his own podcast, Pat Beverly podcast uh, with Rowan over at Barstool. Listen to how excited he was. Chicago kid coming home to play for the Bulls. This is three minutes. He says a lot in here. I'm going to be taking my talents back home. It was between Golden State and the Bulls. The Bulls have been after me for the last couple of years. I f- with Billy Donovan. I really do. I I like his structure. I like he goes like how he goes about things. So I was I couldn't kind of say no to that. 
obviously, um, you know, it's always good to play with a lot of great talent in Golden State, but you know, they, it's a lot, a lot of guards over there, you know. So I, I figured, you know, I can make a playoff push with the Bulls right now and kind of, you know, pump them up a little bit. The East kind of weak. You feel me? You know, not to disrespect anybody from the East, but you know, the, uh, a lot of people went to the West. So uh, I'm excited, man. I'm excited. What does it mean to you to be going back home to Chicago? <laughs> I get to take my son to school. I get to take my son and my baby girl to school. I get to pick them up. I get to wrap my city on my chest, man, like proudly. So if you think I went hard for other teams, just imagine I'm going to go hard for this one, man. I'm, I'm excited. My mom's excited. My family's excited. My friends are excited. I know the Bulls are excited. I, I mean, I just can't wait to I'm, I just can't wait to get started, man. This shit going to be lit. When you were a kid, did you dream of playing for the Bulls? Yeah, I did. You got to think I went... I, Played for the Los Angeles Lakers, and I played hometown for the Bulls. Like I, I've, I've hit a little bit of everything, you know, in my career. So, uh, you know, this is just the icing on the cake, bro. I'm, I'm ecstatic. My son was super hyped. You know, what I'm saying he was super hyped when I told him the news earlier today. Bulls, 11 yeah. seed right now in the Eastern Conference, and we played the Lakers twice. You played the Lakers twice. Wow, is that going to mean something a little bit more to you? What? 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 We play the Lakers twice. There's so much history in the, in that game now. There's so much going on with the Lakers. What are the emotions going to be like going into that? Like, what's going through your head? Knock them out the playoffs. <sighs> yeah, like, we got to get in the playoffs, so excuse us. It's hard to kind of judge me from, you know, all the out, out, outside stuff. You know, a lot of people think it's what I do is putting on a lot of antics and all that extra shit. But when in reality, you know, when, you, when I'm on your team and I'm your teammate and I'm your player and you're my coach, like, you get a different vibe. You're like, man, this he do anything for the team. You know what I'm saying? So they ain't going to get that. I'm going to, you know me, I'm going to be on Zach with being ass. I'm going to give him all the energy he need, destroy people. Me and DeMar DeRozan, we good. I got a, a popping five. Uh, and Vujovic, I'm excited, man. I'm, I'm really excited. A lot of youth on that team, too. Uh, Alex Caruso, stud six man. He's a, just a, such a fun guy to watch, such a fun guy to root Solid. for. Yeah, he's yeah. solid for sure. Uh, who do you see yourself, uh, you know, leaning on? What What are you going to do for the Bulls? You know, what, what? how are you going to affect those star players? Impact winning. Well, you know me, I imp impact winning. I'm shooting, I'm shooting 40 over the last couple months, <laughs> you know. Um, I'm playing, actually playing some of my best basketball. If you put up the numbers, my numbers right now are better than my numbers in Minnesota was last season. Can we get it on the record right now? The Chicago Bulls will not be tanking. No, hell no. They didn't bring me here to tank. Man. And that was where I rage quit the podcast. I, I they understand. should be tanking. I understand. But I get, no, listen, I, Pat Beverly is fun. Pat Beverly is interesting. That's, Pat, that's Pat, a thing, man. Say, like, openly saying, like, I'm going to get on Zach Levine's ass. Come on. Like, that, that is just, to me, it's so pathetic that it's even thought of that it's needed. That it just disgusts me and turns me off to the entire exercise. Well, I, I know, uh, but these but, are signed, sealed, and delivered pros, man. Know, they're veterans. These are not. This is not a young team. I know, but they're also humans. I, I got to say, look, I understand every, exactly where you're coming from. Where a lot of fans are coming from, it, like tanking would make the most sense. Period. It it it, it would. But since that's not going to happen, and here is this guy, and you've got an opportunity to watch him. Let's at least band together if we can. And appreciate the coolness of the story. I mean, Marshall High School on the west side averaged 37.3 points per game as a senior. Went to Arkansas, but then three and a half years, remember, in the Ukraine, Greece, and Russia playing hoops. 
And when he showed up, an eventual second-round pick, but eventually, as, as a Rocket, you remember him battling Derrick Rose, playing the best defense of anybody in the NBA against Derrick Rose, and a three-time all-defensive team player with a, the heart of a freaking lion. Maybe has it been a problem at some points along the way? That heart? They've been a little out of control? Yeah. But dude is, is Chicago born and bred who busts his ass and has made a long, fruitful NBA career out of it and is going to bring 100% of himself to a team that's been, I almost cursed, has been floating through with apathy. And, and it, when I tune in, I'm looking forward to seeing the effect that he has on this team the rest of the way. I, yeah, I, I I get that, man. Like, Darnell Mayberry wrote a good piece on The Athletic saying, you know, Pat Beverly's going to take over the Bulls' locker room, and that's a good thing. They clearly need it. It just pisses me off that they need it. And, and I personally would rather doing that 50 games ago mm-hmm. or in 23 games. I don't get why they need it with 23 games to go when they're one of the seven worst teams in the NBA by record. Think Lonzo Ball's ever going to play again? If it I, works this, if, if if it works to an extent, is Pat Beverly part of your guard mix next year? Uh, Ch- uh, Chica- yeah. Chicago in veteran. Who, well, who, this team, this organization, like I love the Derrick Rose story. They seem to always want to have a Chicago in, and I get how much the Bulls matter oh, uh, to yeah, the yeah. city, but also the South and West Side. Like I, they I, should I, introduce I, him last yeah, from Chicago. Like I, I eat that stuff up. I sometimes know. it works, sometimes but, it doesn't. But Jabari also, Parker, Dwayne Wade, they, they always seem to try. But as you're saying with the fit, like the fit is actually not horrendous if you're going to be just trying to get better around the margin. It's actually a pretty good fit if you're going to try and do that. So maybe he's part of your mix next year too. Yes, I don't know if Lonzo's ever going to play again. I agree with you. Like again, I. I it's not Pat Beverly that I have the issue I with. I know. Don't and, take it out and, on him, Danny. And exactly. And it's, and it's not the – I'm trying not to. And it's not the fit <laughs> that I that I have the issue with. It's it's the timing. Take it out on Shane. If, That's like, what I like. like, like here's the thing. Like, if Pat Beverly went to the Warriors and and then you signed him this offseason yeah. to be there on game one for next year, I'd be championing the move because you're 0-0. Zero and zero. I don't get it when you're 26 and 33. Why don't you just want to see your teams win? I want to see every team I enjoy win. I hated that the Bears won three games this year. I hate that the Bulls are an 11 seed right now or 11th in the East. I want to see them, even if they get up to eighth. Mm. I don't care about Victor Wembin Yama. Yeah, clearly. I don't, I don't care. I, I want to see them win in the moment. Yeah, I, I, you're not alone, dude. You're not alone. There's a lot of people out there. There's a lot of textures saying tanking sucks, guys. It does. It's not fun. Dude, I, I know. I didn't. I know. But again, a situation presented itself that was unexpected. We were talking about this on opening day. Do you remember what I told you guys before the NBA season started? The storyline that I was most excited for on day one? The, the, the race for Wembenyama. No. No. I was excited to watch Patrick Beverly tear apart the Lakers from the inside <laughs> oh, out. Oh, yeah, that's right. I love Patrick Beverly. kind of happened, Th- This is like way. NBA Christmas for me. All right. LeBron couldn't wait for Pat Beverly Ugh. to get out of there. God, he sucks too. LeBron? Yeah. <laughs> I'm tired of that guy, man. All right. Well, Just finish the book, LeBron. <laughs> well, you got your wish because Pat Beverly's here for the race for the nine seed, of which they are two and a half games out of, by the way. Like, there's no guarantee that they're making up these games uh-huh. with 23 to play. Uh, Getting those playoffs and any, anything can happen. A, uh, a, yeah, bl- a blood-hungry texter is looking forward to April 5th when the Bulls play the Bucks and Pat Beverly can kill Grayson Allen. <laughs> yeah, I don't go. think he means that literally. I'm pretty sure he doesn't. Allegedly. Allegedly.
Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. We'll see, man. We'll I, see. I like the, you know, they they want to be respectable, and they're going for it, and they're going for it, the playoffs. Well, newsflash, they're not respectable. <laughs> I, They're not respectable. They're 26 and 33. Like, respectable has left the building. It is kind of wild that they didn't choose to cut Goran Dragic today instead of Tony Bradley. They're bringing in another point guard they and then him. losing your your bench depth with, with size. Dragic can shoot a three a little bit, and Dragic but can... he's not even getting any minutes anymore. I, I know, it's not weird. even playing. And, and, and now you assume we'll get less. Somebody, I wonder if Io's minutes are going to go way down. We'll ask his mom. <laughs> ask the question. Um, a truly wild quote and defense from a college basketball coach today not about paying players not about winning and losing but about a star player's accessory and relation to a double murder you'll hear it next on the score everybody we are live the parkinson spiegel show strange twists and turns with the guys over there on the parkinson spiegel show afternoons on the score we're having a little fun All right, so this story uh, got some attention. I don't even think we talked about it. And then it kind of faded away. I'm talking about uh, Alabama basketball. And I honestly didn't even remember the full details of the story because I think I said before the break, a double homicide. It it, it wasn't. It was two people who have been charged uh, in the killing of one person. I read about it. It's after one of the players, Darius Miles, is the former Alabama player who was um, injured, and there ended up being a night out at a bar and a late night argument, and then a woman who was driving a car was shot and killed after the you know these players these or the former player had argued with the woman's boyfriend, and sudden somehow a gun showed up and got involved, and this woman who was driving was killed. So the somehow a gun showed up part is where the story picks back up because detectives have been working this case. And there are, it's obviously going through the legal system in Alabama. And Alabama is the second-ranked team in the country. They're having an absolutely dominant season. And Brandon Miller, NBADraft.net, has him as the third pick in the draft. It's their best player on they, a Final Four-bound team. He's going to be a first-team first All-American, right? And, and, and in this draft, it's Victor Wembanyama at one, Scoot Henderson at two, and then a lot of people are starting to believe that this long wing who's averaging 19 and 9 in the SEC for the number 2 ranked team in the country might be the third pick in the draft. So how does Brandon Miller fit into this? Well, he apparently brought Miles his gun to the place, the bar district shopping district area yeah. where the shooting happened and his car had two bullets hit it. And this was apparently known by Alabama and Nate Oates. And so the thing came out at the preliminary hearing today. Right. That Brandon Miller was the one who was told to go get the gun and brought the gun and said, like, the heat is in the hat. Meaning that's a, the gun was in the hat and that there was a bullet in right there in the chamber and he so he gave the gun to Darius. So Miles. apparently the guy who was being charged with Ugh. murder texted the star player, "Bring me my gun." And the star player brought him his gun 
And now we know that another player, their point guard, Jaden Bradley, was also at the scene of the shooting, but Alabama didn't disclose that. So it's like, okay, the one guy, uh, Darius Miles, who was hurt and not a factor on the team, and he shoots and kills someone and is charged with, with, with homicide. Like, okay, easy to, all right, we dismiss him. He's away from the team, out of sight, out of mind. Let's keep going on and winning basketball games. But now their point guard was there and their superstar delivered the gun and you're like okay well that's certainly an interesting story but he's not charged apparently the the prosecutor uh, or the state's attorney said there's nothing that we can do to charge Miller even though he brought a gun to the scene of a crime that ended up being used in uh, the death of a 23 year old woman so there are no crimes for Miller but certainly that's horribly poor judgment and you didn't divulge this and I assume then that Nate Oates the basketball coach of Alabama is mortified and there will be discipline and there will be accountability and he wants the full investigation or 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 danny he's going to handle it like this can't control everything anybody does outside of practice nobody knew that was going to happen college kids are out brandon hasn't been in any type of trouble nor is he in any type of trouble on this case like the wrong spot the wrong time so we'll we'll address it when uh i'm sure nba scouts last they do their homework but yeah, and we think the article that it came out in also stated Brandon's been interviewed. He's, he's you know, they're comfortable with everything that, that happened there. Um, no, we, or, or, or not that. Before he said all of that, he, he also said, <laughs> like, what? We knew about that. We knew about that. <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, we didn't know if it was John Wilkes Booth or some other kind of big old deal there. We kind of got blown away. He's talking about he's talking about bringing a gun uh-huh. to the scene of a murder. Can't control everything everybody does outside <laughs> like, of practice. Like it's an underage drinking ticket. College kids are uh, Kids will be kids. College kids are going to do things. We don't think he did anything wrong. He's I mean, just, you can't control them. He said just in the wrong spot at the wrong time. Can't control everything anybody does. Outside of practice, nobody knew that was going to happen. College kids are out. Brandon hasn't been in any type of trouble, nor is he in any type of trouble on this case. Like, the wrong spot at the wrong time. Wrong spot at the wrong time. And and he says nobody knew what was going to happen. Okay, I mean, but like, you know. You bring a gun out after there's been an altercation. Call me a pesky journalist, but like. Guys have been out partying and all pissed off. Did the text just say like, hey man, bring me my gun? He's like, okay, cool. No follow-up? He, he had no idea that there was an argument, an altercation, that it was loaded, that they might be using it for something, that he was delivering, you know, a gun Miles to someone te- out? Miles texted Brandon Miller to bring his gun to where they were, according to police. When Miller got to the scene, Miles told the other guy, the heat is in the hat, and that meant a gun was present. Miles added, there's one in the head. That meant there was a round in the chamber. Miles moved his girlfriend back to get her out of the line of fire. Before they started firing, he moved his girlfriend back. Well, because, you know, yeah. he's a sensitive guy like that. Uh, that is, a, like, a wild statement from a college coach. It's, uh, it, it, it's, it's so cavalier. It, it's, it, so, it's so cavalier. You isn't know, that, it, like, jarringly cavalier? This is what they think, is that... You know, their program above all, their wins above all, and as long as they're protected legally, they're going to make excuses for absolutely everything that they need to make excuses for. And by the way, he's he's right. Like, NBA scouts will ask questions about it, but, um, buddy, 
That's not what we're asking you about. Yeah, no, right you're now. the coach right there. <laughs> we're asking you about what happened <laughs> while does, your player was charged with murder while he was on your team, and your point guard and star were there and delivered the gun and had their car shot up. That's what we're asking you. I have about. a theory. He gets to NBA scouts in his mind, sort of randomly, because I think he's thinking, "Boy, soon I can get this kid the hell out of my uh, my program, and I don't have to worry about it anymore." Because I don't want to worry about this. I'm not equipped. Do. So NBA scouts will get But nobody there. but he needs him. Yeah. The, the number one two ranked team in the country is a superstar. That that is just a I, I mean I, I, I want to think in a sane just world it's like a fireable amount of negligence and cavalier attitude from the coach, but it doesn't sound like he's like doubt at, it. that but, but could you imagine? No. How about the Could fact you that, imagine how, treating that piece of information that way? The Tuscaloosa police chief um, said that Brandon Miller is not going to face charges because, quote, there's nothing we could charge him with according to the law, unquote. So you can't charge somebody Alabama who, <laughs> who's, <laughs> who who brings a gun to somebody who then uses it to kill. I guess yeah. Yeah, well, it's not de- accessory. It's well, not even enough well, for an you're, accessory. Apparently you're, deli- you're just delivering someone their own legally owned property in wow. Alabama. Yeah. Alabama. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what's happening here. Like, I think it's just like, well, he yeah. told me to bring as if it was like, hey, man, can you uh. Can you bring me my coffee? Uh, yeah, bring me a coffee. Can you, can you can you bring me my my golf clubs? I wonder how the question went. Hey, would you um grab grabbing my gun? I might. Ah, oh, it's brutal. Did you have any follow ups there on no. these questions? No. <laughs> no, 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 no more questions there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, gun culture is wild, man. Hey, bring me my gun to the mall. Okay. Like, no, why are we doing this? Is it loaded? Follow-ups? No questions, Your Honor. That, oh, okay. So maybe he's not an accessory because it's not his gun. All he did was grab well, his, yeah, his, his friend's gun. gun to bring it to him. Here oh. you go. Also, what are That's you doing still yeah. hanging out at the mall? <laughs> right. Don't do that. I think it's like more of like a shopping district. I'm yeah, calling still, it. Yeah, but still, still. Yeah. I, I, I was reading about how the whole thing began, and it was this player, Darius Miles, the former player, was it, like crossing in front of the car where this woman was driving, and he was dancing because I think he was supposedly he was drunk and he's dancing and just kind of eyeing her up and he's dancing and the boyfriend says she's not interested she's not interested and their their like conversation got a little heated from there. Well, then you got to go get a gun. Then you have to at that point you have to text your friend to go grab your gun so you can shoot him. That's but, the thought process. But but, but you shot her. Right. You killed a 23-year-old woman. Yeah. yeah. Because her boyfriend had the audacity to say, she's not interested in you. Stop dancing for her. And then you got into it. I Can you just play it one more time, Tanny? Nate Oates, please. Just the whole, the whole, he's, he's honestly talking like his star player got caught with a handle of Jack Daniels at a party underage. Pulled over for not using his turn signal. Yeah, he is talking about this as if it is the most unbelievable misdemeanor ever. And by the way, it's not even a misdemeanor because of Alabama. Mm. But, yeah. I like your son. Can't control everything anybody does outside of practice. Nobody knew that was going to happen. College kids are out. Brandon hasn't been in any type of trouble, nor is he in any type of trouble on this case. Like, in the wrong spot at the wrong time. So... We'll, we'll address it when uh, I'm sure NBA scouts last. They do their homework, but yeah, I mean, we 
think the article that it came out in also stated Brandon's been interviewed. He's, he's you know, they're comfortable with everything that, that happened there. Oh, man. That is Nate Oates. I would not be comfortable with you coaching anyone. Please go away, problem. Please go away. <laughs> that is just. If I keep saying words, will this problem go away? <laughs> Sir, you have a tone issue. Are you familiar with murder? Oh, God. That is a crazy thing. I thought this was behind us. I wish the, <laughs> wish the legal system did not do anything to get uh, more information. He did nothing wrong. I mean, yeah, he brought a gun brought a to gun. the scene of an altercation where some woman was shot and killed. Yes, that happened. Is yes, he, our uh, ex-player. Is he the charged NBA's, with murder? Is he but, the NBA's problem yet? Uh, I'm sure the scouts will have a thought. Uh, I don't know. It, 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 yes, his his car did get shot with bullets, and yes, our point mm-hmm. guard was there, and yes, we decided to omit that from the story when we told mm-hmm. you all about this in the first place. But other than that, we we just beat Georgia. We knew. <laughs> uh, did we know about this? Yes, yes, we absolutely knew about it. Did we feel like telling you? No, didn't seem important. And now you're asking, and that sucks. Please stop asking. That's wild. We got no sports, so we're going to help each other and you out next on The Score. Roll damn tide. I'm not a movie guy, so don't quiz me in much more than that. <laughs> I'm all asleep. Hand up, that's on me. Uh, Parkinson speak on The Score. So the Bulls don't play until Friday. And the NBA All-Star game has come and gone, sadly. So we are sportsless around these parts. So... We got recommendations. What are we watching? Mm-hmm. What are we checking out? I got one. Tanny, you have one. Um, I'll go first. I I went this past weekend. I was talking with my brother-in-law about Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali had come out. Just what a cool dude. What an incredible figure. And the confident swagger and stuff like that. And I said, hey, have you seen When We Were Kings? And he said, no. I said, let's, let's sit down and watch it. And we sat down and watched it. And I knew that I loved it. I knew that it was like a top five documentary of all time okay. for me. But I had forgotten how much greatness is there because it traces also the early days of Cassius Clay and then has so much incredible chatter, just like the like how strong he is and how fast he is as he's promoting fights. Like, last week, I murdered a rock. I injured a stone, hospitalized a brick. I'm so mean, I make medicine sick. And the Alabama coach doesn't care at all. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Yeah. doesn't care at all. But it also has, if anybody's never seen it, incredible live music from the Spinners, James Brown, B.B. King, because they did a music festival in Zaire along with the fight, the Rumble in the Jungle, where he beats George Foreman. Where is it available? Uh, it is on HBO Max. But like, just incredible music footage the whole time. At framing the story, in- incredible historical Ali and Bundini Brown spitting rhymes, and then the footage of the fight and the aftermath and everything. I just I liked it even more than I remembered. I liked it. So when we were kings, to see Ali at his best in a boxing documentary with bonus music. All right, Tanny, what's uh, what do you ha- do? You have one? I do. Yeah. So I'm a big HBO Max guy. As a matter of fact, my friend HBO Max was uh, <laughs> just saying the same. Um, he hangs out with Chuck Rose. <laughs> exactly. So whenever HBO I drops, hate it here. <laughs> Shane, what do you have? You watching something? Probably alone. Um, oh! so, <laughs> let's have a little fun here. Uh, you know. So anytime HBO drops something new. 
we always go out of our way, wife and I, to watch it, see what it is, especially if it's a drama. HBO, they're always doing great stuff over there, right? Yeah. So The Last of Us is the show that's on there currently. They're about five episodes deep right now, so mm. textures, you guys already know. I won't do any spoilers here, but it is based on a video game, apparently, and if you're into post-apocalyptic uh, hellscape storytelling. And I oh am. boy, this is this is everything you want right here. Pedro Pascal is in it. He was in Narcos, among several other things. Um, he he's basically toting a ten-year-old girl along across the country with him uh, to cure this uh, bacteria. You mm. call it that's that's basically destroyed most of civilization. So it's it's you know cross-country journey into what America becomes. Uh, long after a virus takes over and sort of the draconian measures the government takes, the, the uprisings that happen along the way. Um, Bella Ramsey is the girl uh, who uh, is also in the show. She was in Game of Thrones. She played Lady Marmont in Game of Thrones. She was awesome. Yeah, she so, was awesome. Yeah, so this is a really, you know, not a, I was about to say a fun show, but I can't remember watching a show like with so much anticipation every week, can't miss it. I was very happy they actually pushed the episode up last week before the Super Bowl because they were worried people weren't going to watch it as much, so they put it out on Saturday on HBO Max, but it comes out every Sunday. And I can't remember being this excited about an HBO show week to week since True Detective. Wow. That, when you said that before the show, wow. I mean, I, I was, that, that is unbelievable praise. So I'll check it out. The Last of Us is what it's called. All right. Kevin Lapka is his name. Not, not normally my... Genre like it's not like is it like a zombie show? It's not a zombie. no. It's well, dystopian dystopian yeah. fiction. So here's right? so here's the thing. Like I'm not. I watched Walking Dead for the first couple seasons. You know, it, I thought it was fine, but generally I'm not a huge zombie guy. But I do love visions of what America or the world would look like after wh- whatever the apocalypse is. Yeah. Right? So when we mess this whole thing up. Yeah, when we mess this whole thing up, <laughs> and it, frankly, it feels like we're closer than ever to finding out. Uh, but I love those that type of storytelling as opposed to, like, don't get so transfixed on, like, the the vehicle in which, like, they, you know, because there are zombie-like entities in this show, but ultimately it's the least entertaining part of the show, in my opinion, even though it's very well executed in terms of how they do it with the CGI, and it's pretty scary. Wait, it's CGI? (laughs) Sorry, I gave away too much. Yeah, there's not actual zombies of people killing each other on the show. No, I I like, I mean, from from the stand and the Andromeda strain and, like, you know, uh, there's a lot of great dystopian... Uh, horrifying futuristic stuff out there. I've heard it's good, and Tanny's endorsement just locked it in for me. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to check it out. I'm I'm watching Shrinking. I know you said you were watching it as well. Yeah, I like it a lot. I think it's I think it's really good. The guy who wrote um, Ted Lasso, yeah, it's is, um, is is involved, and it's Jason Segel and Harrison Ford. It's Brett Goldstein. Oi, Roy yeah. Kent. Yeah, Roy Kent is the executive producer. Yeah, yeah, so. which is back. March 15th. I know. He's oh, really? Three. Can't wait. March 15th. All Ted right. Lasso, yeah? Uh, so, yeah, I just... About a sad subject, but I just think the writing is incredible. It's very, very good dialogue and uh, funny with a heart. Apple TV. And it's uh, they make you wait, so you can't really binge it. So, same thing with uh, Last of Us. There are five episodes in to shrinking. But no sports, so we're going to try to... You know, there's thousands of options out there. Try to hook each other on some others and see if you guys get involved in any of it as well. You guys watched Kicking and Screaming yet or what's going on there? <laughs> Just the first 20 minutes, man, and then decided it wasn't better than Step Brothers. Can you watch it this week? 
Please. I don't know. I don't know that I. Can have you time. watch Kicking and Screaming this oh, week? Oh man, just, it's a I tough ask. I don't it's think I'm gonna. It's not a tough ask. <laughs> I don't think it's, I'm it's gonna. A ask. It's a very easy thing hours, to accomplish. It's two hours of I'm life. Speaks, you watch some crap about Muhammad Ali. <laughs> Who cares about him? <laughs> yeah. Watch Kicking and Screaming. Ditka's in it. And I'd already seen that and one too. And Beyonce. Oh wait, Ditka's in it. Yeah. Now you're in. And Robert Duvall. Definitely out now. I don't know. Shane asked us to. He did, and I tried. Months ago. Yeah, it was months ago. Yeah, months Tell ago. Tell you what, let's replay today's show tomorrow. Tomorrow afternoon, Danny, you and I go see <laughs> Kicking and Screaming. All right, so we're only actively working four hours a day. So there are other times throughout the day where you can watch Kicking and Screaming think, without skipping out on the show. You think this happens, this magic happens out of nowhere without he and I doing work and research? I said actively. <laughs> hmm. I'm, I'll consider watching Kicking and Screaming, but it's doubtful. Gabe Ramirez and Mark Grody are coming up next. Thank you to uh, Connor O'Donnell, Kevin Lafka, Twitch chat, video stream. Thank you, sirs. Shane Ridden, our executive producer. Thank you, sir. Chris Tannehill makes us sound better than we are each and every day. From Matt Spiegel, I'm Danny Parkins. We are Parkinson Spiegel. This is the score. Yeah, it was supposed to be, you know, all fun and games, but obviously it's, it hasn't turned out that way. And if I had fed anybody, it was not the case. It was just uh, friends having, having fun. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.